0: everybody welcome to another episode of the Chicago Audible podcast I'm your host for today's show Nicholas Moriano here to give you another recap of what happened today at Bears training camp already day seven crazy to think it's already seven days of training camp for the 2021 NFL season so just to kind of preface what it was like today I actually went as just a fan. Just uh, My girlfriend was the only one that got tickets for everybody that submitted in my family. So went as a fan with her, my good friend Ben. So still watched practice, still took a lot of notes. So I'm about to share some of those observations with you. And in terms of attendance there at Hallis Hall, and these were the fields that are kind of, you know, a little bit of hidden. There's a train that passes by for anybody who hasn't been there to to Hallis Hall or those those practice fields. There's a train that passes by. It's kind of surrounded by trees. There's a big you know hill and in, in the back of one of the the fields there but that's kind of the scene and i thought today maybe just me being a part of the fan base i felt like there was more people there a lot of people standing obviously people filling up the bleachers and just people obviously going crazy for a certain quarterback in justin fields but I'm not going to start with him today and i'm just going to start off by talking about those quarterbacks And i think we need to start with the starter andy dalton and what he was able to do in this practice. I thought the biggest thing that Andy Dalton showed in this training camp practice on Thursday Thursday morning was those were those anticipatory throws that Matt Nagy's been talking about as being one of Andy Dalton's strengths as a quarterback. I think there were a couple of plays throughout this training camp practice where you saw the anticipation that Andy Dalton had, whoever he was throwing it to I know there was a really nice one and I jotted it down right away I think I may have even tweeted it out where it was in team drill and Andy Dalton connected with Alan Robinson something that he's been doing consistently throughout the training camp just as these training camp practices but it was on a back shoulder pass in the middle of the field where the timing does have to be perfect you need to know exactly what Alan Robinson's thinking when Andy Dalton's supposed to throw that and just kind of be also being influenced by how the defender's playing it, Andy Dalton was able to complete a nice pass to to Allen Robinson there. And he also had a really, really great throw, and I had a perfect vantage point of this to Marquise Goodwin. They were The offense was going into the, the end zone that I was kind of in front of, but Marquise Goodwin was running an in-breaking route, and Dalton just hits Marquise Goodwin in the back middle portion of the end zone right as he's coming out of his break and he also found Goodwin on a plate just right after that back for back to back touchdowns it looked like that was a coverage breakdown but the one previous to that that in-breaking route you can just see that Andy Dalton obviously being a veteran Marquise Goodwin being a veteran kind of relying on everything that they've learned up to this point in their careers to really be on time with a lot of these passes that require these wide receivers and these quarterbacks to be perfect With their timing. And those are just a couple of throws that Andy Dalton was able to make. There was also in the 7 on 7 period, Dalton found Allen Robinson again. It was a back right corner of the end zone for a touchdown. Kendall Vildor was in coverage. And then he followed that up in the 7 on 7 period with a nice strike over the middle to Cole Komet. So you're seeing Andy Dalton just being very comfortable in this offense. And then towards the end of practice, the Bears like to simulate you know, game time situation. So he did a two minute kind of offensive period where the team is down 24 to 22. They have to drive the length of the field to potentially get into field goal range. And I think Dalton had arguably one of the best passes of the day. And I say that because of the situation they're in They're in team period. It's a fourth quarter. They're down. And he just hits Demir Bird over the shoulder catch towards the left sideline. And that throw from Andy Dalton put the Bears in, you know, a position to kick the game-winning field goal, which the Bears were able to accomplish. And on that two minute drive, I noticed that Andy Dalton was going a lot or targeted Cole Komet a lot of times on that drive. Three of the four times he targeted Cole Komet, they were ended up in completion. So you're seeing. Obviously someone that is going to be a big part of this offense, hopefully in 2021, and Cole Komet being targeted and being used there. So there was a lot of good that you saw from Andy Dalton, but I would not be doing you guys justice if I didn't only told you one side of it. There was also some mistakes that Andy Dalton was making. One, there was a, he completely, completely missed Demir Bird, who was streaking down the middle of the field on a deep ball. Dalton had to step up in the pocket, just feeling that pressure that was coming around him. And he just left the ball too far inside. Tamir Bird wasn't able to get to it. The ball was misplaced. It was a misconnect. Something that, you know, as Bears fans, you're used to kind of seeing on that deep ball accuracy from the quarterbacks that have been here in the past. And then what I think is probably the biggest mistake is he had an interception in the red zone by DeAndre Houston Carson. Andy Dalton trying to go to his reliable target in Allen Robinson targeting him in the back portion of the end zone Houston Carson makes a good play really good play just extending his arm out there to intercept Annie Dalton interception in the red zone so there were there were some missed throws but I think you saw a lot of what Matt Matt Nagy has called Andy Dalton what his strengths are those anticipatory throws you saw that in today's practice you also saw some some throws that just didn't connect and obviously an interception and actually each quarterback today was picked off and I'll, I'll get to the other two quarterbacks right after a quick message from our sponsor and you know who it is Manscaped attention listeners from across the galaxy all the way from Australia to Houston do we have a pube problem if so our friends at Manscaped have cleared you for takeoff with their fourth generation and brand new lawnmower 4.0 kick your pubes to the next planet with the performance package 4.0 the orbits in your pants will feel like you're in zero gravity when you use the best tools for the job from the leaders in male grooming. Join the, the 2 million men worldwide who trust Manscaped and get your rocket ready for takeoff by going to manscaped.com for 20% off plus free shipping with the code FANSIDED20. The Performance Package 4.0 also includes the Weed Whacker. It is like having a little astronaut to chop your worst weeds up top in your nose and your ears. The Weed Whacker is also waterproof and uses 9,000 RPM motor-powered 360-degree rotary dual-blade system. This nose and ear hair trimmer provides proprietary skin-safe technology which helps prevent nicks, snags, and tugs in those delicate holes. Get 20% off plus free shipping with the code FANSIDED20 at manscaped.com. That's 20% off plus free shipping with the code FANSIDED20 at manscaped.com. For a clean trinity and beyond, your space balls will thank you. All right, you guys, going back into football talk now, we have to talk about the guy, the quarterback that everyone wants to hear about, Justin Fields. And I came away just with the throws that he was making. Each day, I feel like Justin Fields has gotten better. But man, you saw some of those throws where that's why he's the 11th overall pick and why is he not uh taken sooner but actually before and I'm kind of getting ahead of myself here I want to talk about some things that are maybe not not as big or maybe are just not as noticeable but like for for one play for instance there the the bears were in team period and they actually had a screen set up and Jesse James who has been Justin Fields guy for sure early on in practice he was supposed to get the ball on the screen pass but He's covered up. There's a defender right in front of him. And instead of Justin Fields simply throwing the ball to be a completion, he throws it at Jesse James' feet. And I know maybe people listening are like, "What? how is that a good play? Well, Justin Fields knew that play was dead to rights. There was nothing that was going to benefit from completing that pass behind the line of scrimmage and being behind the chains for the next play. So he does a smart thing. and something that he should do and replicate in games. He threw it at Jesse James' feet. And like I said, Mario Edwards, or the defender there, right there to tackle Jesse James. Had this been a real game, had he actually completed the pass, but Justin Fields just kind of taking those practice reps and replicating it, what it would be like in a game, and saying, hey, I'll take the next play at second and 10 as opposed to second and 13, second and 14. Something that maybe will get brushed off. Maybe I'm making too much of it. But you're seeing some growth there. You're seeing the knowledge, seeing what Justin Fields is kind of thinking about. And then, okay, so if you guys were following me throughout the practice today, I had I had a couple of miscues in terms of just typing. Uh, you know, so if people are like, you know, how did how did Nick kind of you know mess up? I'm like, basically, I'm typing away, looking down at my phone, and then trying to look up at the same time at the next play that's about to happen. So I have this in my notes called the pimp fake. Yes, you heard that right, pimp fake. And here's a tweet just to preface this so you guys are like for whoever's listening or didn't see the tweet like what the heck is Nick talking about? The tweet goes, Justin Fields sees the open window and finds Chris Lacy for a touchdown. Fields used a little pimp fake, waited for Caleb Johnson and Duke Shelley to get out of position and threw an accurate pass to Lacy. Obviously that's supposed to say pump fake. See, man, Twitter just get the edit button so I don't look like an idiot but I think for the most part people you know we're having fun with it and just put a whole bunch of you know gifs in in the in the mentions there in in the comments so uh yes but that was something that I really liked from Justin Fields you go back and look at that play and Justin Fields is looking left and trying to influence and dictate the defense for where he wants to go but it's this subtle little pump fake that he has that really makes Caleb Johnson and Duke Shelley move out of position and what does Justin Fields do right after that he capitalizes he makes them pay for moving out of position where Chris Chris Lacey ran a good route too to get separation from Duke Shelley runs the post in the middle of the end zone and just a strike and you actually when you look at it again Justin Fields has a little it's not coming over how he's throwing it with the motion. It's got a little sidearm action to it. But it all starts because Justin Fields was able to utilize that pump fake to get the defense to roll one way. And he capitalizes, hurts the defense with a touchdown by throwing an accurate pass over the middle of the end zone. So, really like that from Justin Fields. Those are two little things utilizing the pump fake and also just knowing the down and distance and, or the situation with that screen pass, like I was talking about earlier. So, really. Like that from Justin Fields. And there's so much more, you guys. I have plenty of notes on this as well. If you haven't seen, like maybe you've seen Justin Fields highlights, you know, just from Ohio State. But if you haven't seen him in person, like I haven't seen him in person until this training camp, the man has a cannon for an arm. And maybe that's, no duh, Nick, haven't you seen the highlights? But I think there's just something to it when seeing it in person and maybe seeing it as close as I was able to see it a couple of times already throughout training camp. It was it happened in seven on seven in team drills, but he's looking this this particular play I'm going to talk about happens in seven on seven where Justin Fields is looking right and nothing's open. There's no receivers, and remember he's repping with second even third string guys, and they're not creating any separation. But he waits for something to develop, and then Justin Fields after for looking right immediately comes back to the center. Uh, of the of the play looking just right down the middle of the end zone he does see one guy kind of creates separation jester way yeah that's a name that you're not really going to hear about and but he made a, a hell of a play because right in the middle of the end zone just a rocket for a pass justin fields is able to fit that ball right right in front of the goal post essentially and jester Way is able to get himself a touchdown but being patient and then just having the arm strength to rocket a, right, a, a pass to Jester Way, who you know, only create a little separation from his defender, able to get that touchdown. And he also hit Rodney Adams. If you haven't seen the video that went viral from Soldier Field, number 13, he was also able to hit Rodney Adams for a touchdown. And Desmond Trufant was in coverage. So there are times where Justin Fields, he might not be repping with the first-team offense, but he will go against some defenders from you know, the first team uh, that just throughout the practices. And actually, I did note in my – just in my notes that I was taking throughout practice that Justin Fields got reps with the first team offensive line, but I'll, I'll go into detail who was actually playing in today's practice. But he didn't really have – he didn't go first team with the first team offense. It just hasn't happened yet. It's all been Andy Dalton. I know how people kind of uh, feel about that, but I guess we'll have to wait and see if that changes at all. Um, throughout training camp and sorry I didn't even mention this the Bears were not in pads today I really thought they would be just coming off the the soldier field practice which they were in but they were not in pads so I just want to make sure everybody kind of knows that and then I have little little notes here about Justin Fields just some of the arm angles that he's able to throw from I know I mentioned earlier from the touchdown to Chris Lacey just having a little sidearm action you saw that again and it was just to a screen pass to Khalil Herbert and honestly the Play probably wouldn't have gone for many yards, but Justin Fields is off his back foot, throwing that sidearm pass. Just seen that, you know, he's capable of doing that easily. He's he's super athletic and can deliver an accurate pass despite the platform or the arm angle that he's throwing from. He's capable of that, and then you saw the deep ball, you guys. I know that I know a lot of people have seen that from his Ohio State tape, but. Man, it doesn't even matter who the wide receiver is, too. He just puts the ball in a spot where the wide receiver can get it, and it's not in jeopardy of the defender making a play or getting an interception on it. He hit John Vay Johnson down the right sideline in 7-on-7. Just a beautiful pass. And then, you know, I I also was like, no, okay, there's one deep ball down the right side. And then he followed that up with a really, really nice ball to Riley Ridley also down that right sideline. So... Just making plays, however, however he can, and then this is something that Justin Fields will do. It's not going to really happen for Andy Dalton, and definitely not going to happen for Nick Foles. But the Bears were in that team situational period. They were about five yards away from the end zone, and Justin Fields gets a snap, and they're the, parting like the Red Sea. The middle of the defense is open. Justin Fields right up the middle for a touchdown, five yard touchdown, untouched, and it's easy. Like, he recognized that so quickly, too. It's like, okay, yes, maybe the wide receivers could have been open, but he saw the rushing lane there, knew he wasn't going to take a hit, regardless if this was just practice or a game, and takes advantage of it. Touchdown, Bears. And I think we'll be seeing hopefully a lot of that come the regular season and, you know, for years to come there. All right, that was, and look, there was a lot of good from Justin Fields today. So much good in terms of throws, decision-making, what he's thinking, what he's doing on the field. Plenty of great plays. But there's also, just like Andy Dalton, some things that need to be worked on. He was intercepted by Desmond Trufant in the end zone. It was a red zone interception. And to me, because there was nothing initially open for Justin Fields, and it looked like he was trying to throw the ball away, And he just didn't get enough on it. And I don't know, I think if this is at Soldier Field, he really just launches that ball and doesn't even care because you go into the end zone. But like I was saying earlier in the podcast, where the Bears are practicing, they're kind of in a foresty area. So if you launch a football out of bounds, that's going in the trees, that's going whatever's back there. And there were fans just kind of along the ropes there. And look, I'm not saying that, you know, that's an excuse to not throw the ball away, but I, I'm thinking if that's at Soldier Field, Justin Fields is just gonna launch it, and you know live to play another down like like I was talking about earlier. But he did get intercepted by Desmond Trufant, and then there was a couple of plays where Justin Fields was rolling left and he was trying to target and you know connect with Demir Bird, but Xavier Crawford, you know jumps the route and nearly has an interception right there at the goal line, uh, just right in front of the, that that left pylon. And, you know, Justin Fields got lucky there. And uh, and I noted this. I'm like, did this just happen? Justin Fields just lost the ball as he was trying to throw. And, yeah, there, wasn't, there was not there defenders around, but they weren't close enough to knock it out. And, you know, the defenders are told not to touch the quarterback. But, yeah, Justin Fields uh, just lost the ball. And, you know, just I think it happens to everybody. So uh, that was really it, though, in terms of the bad and yes were there some missed throws and seven on 17 throws yes there were but I think those are the bigger mistakes that I saw but like I said you saw you you heard me talking about all the positives a lot more positives than negatives from today's practice and really there are just some really impressive throws from all the quarterbacks including Nick Foles who I didn't really mention but Andy Dalton using those anticipatory throws Justin Fields showing that arm strength and again that intelligence on some of these plays to to you know just capitalize on on what the defense is giving him and then Nick Foles just being a veteran taking advantage of third stringers and throwing deep passes to those guys so you saw a lot of everything happening there um and if i had to say like who had the better day Andy Dalton Nick Foles or uh, Andy Dalton Nick Foles sorry Andy Dalton Justin Fields it's it's a tough one it really is like i i, I put so much weight on the 2 minute drill that Andy Dalton was able to run in that throw to Demir Bird. But then if you add up all the throws from Justin Fields today, it's a tough one. It's it's like 50-50 for me. But I think, I think I'll think i give the slight edge to Justin Fields there for, for you guys. And maybe people feel differently, but I thought you know both quarterbacks had some really good throws. They were each intercepted in the end zone. So, yeah, take that for what it is. And just a quick update on the O-line if anyone's – wondering hey who was actually playing today so the first string offensive line for today's practice this is the 5th of august larry borum left tackle cody whitehair left guard sam Mustafer, center right guard alex bars and right tackle lachavius simmons so yeah, you hear those names, and you know maybe I know a lot of people like Alex Bars and are you know high on on Larry Borum, but that's not who you want for your starting offensive line if week one was just around the corner, obviously. So the Bears need need to get healthy in that aspect so they can you know run their offense effectively. And the Miami Dolphins will be here next week, so those are going to be really telling practices of where this team is at. And what they need to do or who they need to go get to upgrade this offensive line, especially at that left tackle position, just in case Tevin Jenkins is not ready to go. So that's who the Bears are running out there for, you know, the offensive line for the first team offense. Um, Yeah, I see the comment. Well, that's not the names we were expecting. I don't think anyone was. I know, you know, James Daniels got hurt. Uh, a thigh injury, I believe, from the practice at Soldier Field. Tevin Jenkins still injured. Jermaine Fetti still injured. <laughs> so they're pretty banged up along that line, and we'll have to see how how or what the Bears do or who the Bears bring in to potentially, you know, just add some some bodies really at this point because, yeah, I, I know that, you know, Matt Nagy was talking about Larry Borum and seeing how what he can do moving from right tackle in college to left tackle. Man, you'd you'd rather not have to go that route if you didn't have to. But hopefully, guys get healthy and they're they're ready for the regular season. Could happen. Could not. All right, let's. The, the defense was out there too. I know I've been kind of neglecting them and kind of going at the bottom here. But I want to start off with a newcomer here, who's brand new to this team, Alec Ogletree. And guys, it was really early on in practice where you you just knew that he was there. He made his presence felt. He had a pick six against Nick Foles in team drills. And it was weird. The Bears actually went to team drills earlier on in this practice than they have in the previous one. So they switched it up a little bit. But like I said, early on in practice, Ogletree wasn't even on the roster that I got today. I was looking for number 44, and technically on the bottom there, it's Jake Butt, who who retired. But 44 was Alec Ogletree and... Then he just jumped the route and was able to get in front of, of Nick Foles and take it back to the house. And you know, the the turnover um, basket or yeah, turnover basket came out a couple times. Like I mentioned, the guys that had interceptions, but that happened early on and he was also in great position in in the end zone, covering Jesper Horstead, who one of the quarterbacks was targeting, but just kind of limited the throwing window. Alec Ogletree is there. First practice making his his presence felt so that's a good sign and maybe not the best sign for some backup linebackers are looking to get some playing time because already making some splash plays here and then like I mentioned the interceptions that happened in practice Desmond Trufant DeAndre Houston Carson Alec Ogletree all getting to use that that turnover basket and doing some some dunks there what they have it's like a little basketball hoop and what the guys will do they'll practice their dunks and stuff I'm pretty sure was it yeah Trufant or no Ogletree I think missed his dunk is kind of funny DeAndre Houston Carson just did a finger roll and then I didn't see Desmond or yeah Desmond Trufant's um celebration there so um oh well but another guy that was standing out and you heard him was Travis Gibson he was living in the backfield today and look when you're playing the the offensive line that I mentioned that's the first string there's also a second string that you know Travis Gibson will get to go against at times and the the first string the first the starting old line that played today would you know mostly be backups but you heard travis gibson you could it almost sounded like an evil laugh and you know we're good ways away but you just hear you know not like the joker but something along those lines where it's just evil like he knew had had this been a game uh Travis Gibson would have lit some people up. There was a couple of, like I said, he was living in the backfield, but forgot which running back it was. I think it may have been Khalil Herbert, but yeah, Travis Gibson. Uh Khalil Herbert that wouldn't have been good. Then I have just some good individual reps from some of the secondary players in seven on seven. Thomas Graham Jr. had really, really good, solid, sticky coverage on John Vay Johnson, who I mentioned earlier caught a touchdown on a vertical route. So just seeing that he's able to stay with some of those guys and also Jordan Lucas, a guy that opted out last season, had really nice coverage on Jesse James, like uh, a guy that Justin Fields has just targeted throughout every single training camp practice. That that's a connection that hey, if it happens throughout the regular season, you know exactly where this started. It it like I feel like almost every other play Justin Fields it's kind of a safety blanket Jesse James who uh, has been a nice little addition to that tight end room. Actually, you know what? I, I don't know how I missed all this in, in the offense, and I have to go back. We're going back. Sorry, you guys, because these were, you know, really interesting plays that happened in this training camp. Right? That's really all I have from the defense. I wish they were in pads just to see a little bit more from them uh, in terms of what they're capable of doing. But, you know, without pads, like, you can't get to the quarterback. Obviously, you can't do that with pads either. Um, you know, you really – can't hit the running backs everything needs everybody needs to stay up no falling on the ground but I, I promise there'll be more defensive takeaways and hopefully you know the next practice whenever they get into pads I think that'll be a better indication of what they can do but going really quickly back up to the offense and before I wrap things up Darnell Mooney if you didn't see my tweet he absolutely just destroyed Dion Bush on it was an outbreaking route in the end zone where Darno it's just nasty. Like Deion Bush fell to the ground and I said he broke his ankles. He did obviously that's just, you know, he didn't really break his ankles for anybody who's concerned. I saw some people like, "Oh no, another injury." No, he he just ran a nasty nasty route and as someone who's a former wide receiver, I love watching that kind of stuff. Love watching just the technician that Darno Mooney is and just him executing it to Perfection. Dion Bush fell. Saw the whole route kind of, you know, take place. And Darno Mooney. Dion Bush. Dion Bush went one way. Darno Mooney went the other. Wide open touchdown. Andy Dalton delivered the pass. And you know, if you have wide receivers running routes like that, it doesn't matter who the quarterback is. You can hit You can obviously hit a wide open target most of the times and then there was jimmy graham who and we've seen a couple plays like this even going back to last season where they'll isolate graham just one-on-one with a db it was one-on-one versus jalen johnson and jimmy graham used that basketball background boxed out jalen johnson and caught a touchdown and then he spiked the ball like how jimmy graham does and jordan lucas um, ended up getting the ball and playfully kind of threw it back to Jimmy Graham, who then was like, all right, I'm just going to punt this thing. And he punted the football. I don't even know where it ended up, but that's just the energy that Jimmy Graham brings. And I think, you know, still, I know a lot of people were saying, why are the, why is he even on the team? I get it, but you know, it's hopefully for plays like that touchdown plays is why he's on this team. And that's what he said in his presser today. I know he had a lot of, comments on the COVID-19 protocols and things like that but you know he could still score touchdowns that's that's what he's definitely meant to add to this team but that was really it you guys a lot of good throws from the quarterbacks a lot of receivers making plays Um, like I said newcomers in in defense kind of showing up and you know getting some interceptions today so I think you saw a little bit of everything now obviously we'll see who what what unit kind of carries over that momentum from today but i would think like offense you know won this day and i think the defense has kind of been you know winning consistently throughout training camp but i think each quarterback made enough plays to give them the win for today we'll see how it plays out for tomorrow's practice but that's going to do it for me uh tomorrow i will be back as a credentialed media member so i just like i said i took the day Took the day off, but didn't take the day off. I was still tweeting and doing stuff throughout training camp, but I'll be back tomorrow for, as a credentialed media member covering the practice before I go to the Cubs Sox game at Wrigley Field. And actually that'll be my first time going to Wrigley Field, which is crazy. So obviously I'll be rooting for the Sox being a Sox fan, but and we'll see how what happens in terms of like a recap for tomorrow. Um maybe it might just be a Twitter thread just because I won't have enough time to go back home and do this. And get it out to you guys but thank you everybody for for tuning in for following me uh throughout the training camp practice today and just on on twitter and things like that i really appreciate it if you're not you can follow me at nicholas moriano on twitter make sure you're also following the chicago audible at the chicago audible um really appreciate you guys it's been awesome just being at these training camp practices and being a part of the media and just seeing how this team this bears team is progressing what they're looking to improve upon and just seeing where they honestly can go from here but like i said i really appreciate all of you in the live chat who listen who download this you know this, this is awesome so thank you guys so much but until next time bear down chicago <laughs>